And welcome to The Real Money Show, hosted by Guildhall Wealth Management. This is a show about the incredible potential of owning physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds and what they can do to protect and make you money in these turbulent uh, markets. The number to call right away, one 214 or the website is therealmoneyshow.com. While you're there, you get phone numbers, how to get in touch with the guys, uh, recent shows, archive shows. Uh, importantly as well, link to Guildhall websites, including diamonds, depository financing. You can also, and you should, sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. In studio today, President, uh, we have Paul Wiseman, Vice President Jeremy Wiseman, and our senior analyst, Darren Long. Darren, we'll, uh, we'll kick it off with you, the market update for this week. Well, listen, the week that was was an interesting week. Again, gold and silver in the short-term picture, as I was just commenting with Jeremy before the show started, is not a significant thing for us. But watching it week over week, it did hold price-wise. Gold trading in the 1320 to 1330 range right now still has resistance in the 1350 level, up 10.5% on the year to date. Silver, uh, nice story through the week. There was a couple of attempts to knock it down, but really held quite nicely. We have a little bit of resistance at 22, unable to hold above it. And we said last week two closes above 22 an ounce would uh, spark a move towards 2250, where the major resistance is. If we are fortunate enough through the next seven days to see silver make its way towards $23 an ounce, uh, all heck will break loose in that market, and you can expect a move uh, that will be very reminiscent of what we saw the last time the market took off in 2011, which should take silver towards $25 an ounce, a very key area in the market. Now, gold and silver, they were attacked all week after hours in the access market, which is a very thinly traded market. That's basically after the New York market closes in the afternoon and before the Hong Kong market opens up after hours. Now, once we hit the physical zones early in the morning in both London and New York, where there are physical gold and silver buyers, both metals uh, continued to rally back and and held their pricing throughout the week. Now, both metals uh, were very, very good in terms of buying demand for the week. The Mint reported great statistics uh, on both gold coins and silver coins. And in particular, the data for the silver market is a real standout this week. In the futures market, the open interest on the silver COMEX is very high, and that just simply means the number of contracts that are in play, uh, meaning a lot of traders have come back to the market. It's a higher than normal volume, and it's a higher than normal outsta- uh, open interest. So this is a very, very good thing. Uh, it did not contract much coming up to the first day of delivery for the next month, which is a week from today. We're taping the show on Friday, and we are coming into a very large delivery month for silver in the month of March. So this is an area where we're going to be staying tuned, bringing this news to you. This is usually a good sign for uh, price fluctuations, meaning we're going to get some movement up higher, and it's quite conceivable that some big entity uh, is probably after some real physical silver. Now, there's more data this week, which also confirms that gold is flowing from west to east, and from the Western Bank system in the strong store of wealth hands in Asia, and this includes Asia investors in the store of wealth buyers, and indeed the Asian central banks, the People's Bank of China. Asia is not just getting their gold from North America. They are getting it from other parts of the world. There's a great article out this week about demand coming out of uh, Switzerland in particular. Swiss gold uh, counted for about 80% of their their gold produced on the month went to Asia. So a big story. It's covered by Bloomberg. It's something we're watching very closely. And on that note, there's been a lot of talk in bullion circles uh, this past week on um, conjecturing on why 
why China is buying so much gold or why is it that the price isn't moving up uh, while they're buying all this gold? Because clearly the physical demand is there. So, uh, But uh, there's a lot of theories being put forth right now that there's something, some sort of backdoor deal perhaps with China and the U.S. where the U.S. is saying, look, we want to hold on to reserve currency. We want, uh, we want to keep our dollar strong and we're willing to help you buy gold at a cheaper price if you're willing to help us do so. Um, in the end... It does sort of. It does look as though it all leads to the same place, uh, which is that the the dollar will lose its reserve currency status, and that there will be some sort of backing down the road with gold. Otherwise, why would China be buying at such a rapid pace? And I think it's also important to note here that they are buying it at the at basically what it costs to bring it out of the ground. And we learned that uh, a couple of weeks ago with with Barrett Gold coming out saying, "Look, you can't. We can't do this for less than thirteen hundred. So. Um, it does seem that that's the case. Again, this isn't my theory per se. It's just this is what everyone's saying and everyone, uh, this is what people are saying in the bullion circles and it seems to be one that's catching uh, catching on. So that's uh, a story to keep uh, keep tabs on. Now, in addition to that, we're looking at all the economic data. Now, again, a lot of it was flatlined or uh, insignificant. I mean, a little bit of a change here or there. But one of uh, great importance that I do follow is manufacturing indexes. The Philadelphia uh, Fed uh, Manufacturing Index came out this week, and it actually plunged to a one-year low, and it missed the most since August of 2011. The expectations were for a gain. It actually had a loss, uh, and it was a significant loss. And again, we're looking at corporate earnings. We're watching what the telltale signs are for an economy that we have uh, obviously said is inspired. We're watching for the support in the data. So we're getting a lot of that information coming through to us. uh, And it is telling us that right now is not as safe a time, nor is it as rosy as the financial media would have you believe. Again, these are reasons why you buy gold and silver. Yeah. If you look at the data, I mean, the data is all coming out to say that the weather is to blame. If you look at uh, new home uh, sales in January in the U.S., it was down, blame the weather. Uh, new car sales in February, blame it on the big chill. So hmm. there's always an excuse, uh, you know, why the economy is not doing that well. I believe gold and silver right now is extremely undervalued. If you have to look uh, even over the last 10 years, silver's up 400%, gold's up 400%. Uh, we're up 10% this year already on gold from where we started. Uh, I still believe you're going to see $50, $60 silver within the next 12 months. I thought we would see it last year. I still think we're going to see $2,000 gold by the end of the year. Uh, some of the people, even from uh, Credit Suisse, are calling for $1,000 gold. You know, you have to be on the right side of the play. If you look at hard assets... Smart people are buying hard assets, savvy investors. Uh, even even today, um, if you look at where the wealthy are putting their money, they're putting their money into art. They're putting their money into high-end diamonds. You're seeing it at auctions. Um, right now, rare coins. The wealthy are buying rare coins. You're not producing them, and they're just going up in value. Anything that is easy to store, postage stamps, valuable postage stamps you can put in a safety deposit box. Rare coins you can put in the safety mm-hmm. deposit box. Diamonds you can put in the safety deposit box. And they're all insurable products. You know, when you're buying, going into the stock market, you can't insure your stock. You can't insure a mutual fund, but you can when you buy a hard asset. I still, as I said, I believe gold and silver is going to have a big move up. 
at Guildhall, you know, this is a sales pitch coming right at you. If you've been sitting on the fence and you've been watching silver, you know, uh, we've been as low as $18. We're trading just under $22. Gold is trading at $13.20, $13.25. Unbelievable still. If you look back in May 2011, we were at $49 silver, $1,920 gold. You're getting an opportunity to get back into the market, and these prices will move back up to where they were, and the highs are going to be taken out. So at Guildhall, you can buy a physical product. You can take it home for home delivery, immediate delivery. Second thing that you can do is you can put it into our depository, which is safe, secure, uh, insured. Uh, you can put in as little as 200 ounces of silver, 10 ounces of gold. You can get an account set up, and that's for ease liquidity. You can sell on a phone call. You know, if you take the product home, there's a lot of, you know, when things start getting a little tough out there, you know, you're going to get home invasions. People are going to try to steal whatever you've got. If it's not nailed down, they're going to want to take it from you. It's not safe to keep bullion at home. You're better off putting it in a safe, secure uh, depository. And the third thing is we offer collateralized financing, and we'll talk about that a little later. And it's, it's interesting to note that you, you're, you're mentioning, Paul, that the prices were as high as 48 and uh, almost uh, $2,000 an ounce on gold. And, and look at the fundamentals out there. I had dinner with a, a good friend of mine. He, he's not invested in gold as of yet, but uh, we were having a conversation. He said, I don't get it. The stock market is up, but the economy hasn't improved one iota. So clearly, you know, this is, there's something fishy going on. So, you know, everyone on the street can see it. Um, but, you know, you want to you look at it and say, look, the, the debts have continued to rise. Uh, Gold demand has continued to rise, yet the prices have languished at the lower price. So we do think it's a great opportunity to buy it at the low price and uh, get get your foot in the door because look at they can only keep creating money for so long. Um, you know, I think that ultimately they can't find a way out of out of their situation with quantitative easing, uh, with central bank planning, with trying to keep interest rates low, where people don't have a savings so that they can't build businesses, uh, and and ultimately they they can't figure out a way out. So they're going deeper in. Let's let's create more money. Let's create more debt. Let's see if it works. One eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven, and go to the website therealmoneyshow.com. Darren, just before the show, we were talking about uh, basically the four major fundamentals driving the market. Get into those for us. Well, again, you got four of them that have been essentially a part of every major bull market for the last hundred years. And to cover them, I mean, they're really simple. We're looking at the U.S. dollar and long-term currency def- de- devaluation and uh, the printing of money. We're looking at inflation, which is the second key uh, fundamental. We're looking at geopolitics, and we're looking at supply and demand. And those are four areas where if you do your research, you'll quickly find out why whole countries are flocking towards assets like gold. Uh, When individuals want to invest, again, this storyline presents itself as one that supports the notion of having this asset uh, of bullion in gold or silver or even natural fancy colored diamonds in your portfolio, which could make up as much as 25% of your portfolio. Now, long-term currency devaluation is pretty much straightforward. The U.S. dollar and other currencies around the world are printing themselves to oblivion. As a result, they're losing purchasing power because there's more dollars chasing the same amount of goods and services, in some cases far less. 
When that happens, we've gone historically through periods where that has been the case, the 70s being the last time. When that happens, purchasing power really, really quickly deteriorates. And these are reasons why we want to store or have assets in our portfolio which protect purchasing power. Gold and silver in the physical form as coins or bars, uh, as bullion, have done that for decades upon decades upon decades. For the last 100 years, four bull markets in every instance where there's been mass money printing by any of the major economies, gold and silver have shone. So we want to have those assets in our portfolio because of that. Now, the second one is inflation. When you get around to printing as much money as the U.S. is doing, and it's stupid amounts, we can't even quantify it in our heads uh, because it's just so much ridiculous amount of money. But to put it in perspective, since 2008, the amount of money in circulation, uh, either digitized or in paper form, is four times as much as what it was in 2008. Never before in history have we seen it. It's a huge experiment. We are the guinea pigs in that experiment, and it's a very unfortunate thing. But that type of money printing leads to inflation. Inflation drives people to want to protect their purchasing power again, uh, and that's why you have assets like gold and silver. And the other problem with with this inflation um, fundamental is the I mentioned a little earlier is is interest rates. If 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 you were actually battling inflation, then interest rates would rise and it would benefit savers. Right now, the central planning is trying to make everyone into spenders and consume their way to a good economy, which doesn't work. You have to you have to save your income, create something with that savings, um, and and that's not happening right now. And what they what they end up doing is playing with the numbers. And you can go to Shadow Stats um, uh, with uh, Williams uh, with uh, yeah what what's his uh, John Williams, and they they look at at inflation figures of how they used to calculate things before before editing and revisions and all of this this stuff. And w- what you realize is that and anyone who buys gas or or gets groceries or buys clothes knows that that inflation is with us. To get insurance, it's higher. Everything's higher. Inflation is a given. It's it's whether or not you're going to put full faith and credit into central planning and saying, "Yep, the government's going to save us." I believe exactly what they're saying. Well, you know, in the United States, they stopped they stopped uh, showing the public how much money they were printing. That's how bad it was getting. Um, you know, it's a lot like uh, you know there was too many suicides off the Golden Gate Bridge, so they just stopped keeping those numbers. Uh, of course, now we're seeing suicides in the banking system. Well, again, this is an important topic, and it's one that requires a lot of due diligence if you're an investor. But let's talk more about it and uh, spend a little more time in the second segment. We're going to drive home inflation, and we're going to talk about geopolitics, which is a huge topic right now and another reason why central banks around the world are buying gold and regionally you're seeing people bulk up on that gold to protect themselves and then of course supply and demand so give us a, a minute and we'll be right back we'll talk about that and we'll talk about how to get the gold and silver into an account for you with Guildhall as well the number one 1711 and the real money show.com more of the real money show coming up and more of the real money show the number to call is one 1711 the website is the real money show.com while you're there sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. Paul, tell me more about it. Yeah, well, the Precious Metals Advisor is, we've had an unbelievable response. Uh, a lot of people are emailing in to get get this uh, piece of information. It's a re- well-written documentation that Darren puts out every single week. It's actually, you're going to get 12-month subscription completely free. It's a $250 subscription, which you won't pay a penny for for, for 12 months. Uh, it will tell you everything that's happening in the market in gold, silver, and natural fancy-colored diamonds. But 
in the last segment we were talking about Guildhall. We specialize in physical gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. We are not in the paper markets. Now, you have to understand what the paper markets are. Paper markets are equities, that's stocks. ETFs, paper. Uh, certificates, paper. Futures, paper. Options on futures, paper. That is not the physical product. When you see a price, a spot price, or when you see a price on TV or whatever, they even on the radio, they say gold is at such and such a price, silver is at such and such a price. That is a spot price that's taken from the futures market. At Guildhall, we sell the physical product. When you take a 100-ounce bar of silver and drop it on the floor, it makes a clang. You take a $100 bill and drop it on the floor, it's complete silence. It is real money. The show is called The Real Money Show. Guildhall sells the physical product, gold, silver, platinum, palladium. You can take the product home for immediate delivery. You want to buy a 100-ounce bar of silver? You want to buy one-ounce maple leaves? You want to buy a 1,000-ounce bar of silver? It's available. Gold, you can buy one-ounce wafers. You can buy gold maple leaves. You can buy 10-ounce gold bars. You can buy kilo gold bars for home delivery. If you want to go one step further and you want to take your product and put it in a safe, secure, segregated, allocated, if you wish, product in our depository, which is insured with Lloyds of London. It's an unbelievable way to store your product. If you bought 5,000 ounces of silver today, it weighs 350 pounds. If you're thinking about putting that in your basement, you're going to hurt your back. Or if you think you're going to go to a the bank and put it in a safe deposit box they have little tiny boxes you want the big box and try to put in you know 350 pound or 10,000 ounces 700 pound they're going to look at you like crazy absolutely crazy and they don't want it in their depository Mm. or in their safe deposit box so we have that available for you safe secure segregated allocated for our elite clients we even can give you the bar numbers so that if you bought 5,000 ounces of silver in 5,100-ounce bars, we can give you those bar numbers, and that is allocated and segregated for you. Third thing you can do is use collateralized financing. This is where you use other people's money to get into the market. Let's look at silver. Silver's trading at $22 an ounce. If you bought 5,000 ounces of silver today, it would cost you $110,000. That's for 5,000 ounces. Now, not everybody's got that type of loose change. But if you have got that type of money, but you don't want to put it all out, you can use collateralized financing where you're putting up as little as 30%. You're still controlling that 5,000 ounces, or if you bought 2,000 ounces, or if you bought 1,000 ounces, you're still controlling that amount of product by putting up 30%. Now, at Guildhall, we're also offering a one-time commission. Now, that one-time commission allows you to buy and sell that product as many times as you like within 24 months. So if the market moves from $22 to $26 and you decide to sell out, that's one trade. It drops back to $24 and you buy it back, that's another trade. It moves back up again. You can trade as many times as you like. Mm. You know, we don't recommend day trading in buying bullion. It's normally a long time hold, but there are times during the course of the market where silver and gold rises and you want to take some money off the table. You need to sell some product. You can do that on a telephone call. And again, collateralized financing, you're putting up as little as 30%. So let's take even 1,000 ounces of silver. You know, silver at $22, you're putting up uh, around about $8,500, and you're still controlling 
22 dollars $23,000 worth of silver. Instead, of, if you own that product outright and you pay that 22000 outright, for you to double your money, it would have to go to $44. This way, if the market moves up from $22 to $30, you've doubled your money. Now, what happens if the market was to come off? We're at $22 and it drops down to $20. Well, you've kept back... Instead of putting up to twenty two, twenty three thousand, you've kept back fifteen thousand dollars. You can buy more product and cost average. Always the smartest thing to mm-hmm. do. At any time, you can pay off the debt. You're not obligated to a long term debt. If you decide the next day when you purchase from us and you say, "Well, I want to pay it off," you can pay it off. There's no penalty to pay it off. There is a downside to the market. If the market falls down and your equity does fall below 15%, you're required to put some funds in, small amount of money to bring your equity back up to mm-hmm. 20%. If you can't do that, we can always sell a little bit of the product off and bring your equity up that way. And finally, if you're not happy with collateralized financing, you know we can take the account, close it out, get your money basically the next day. You know, you can take your bat and ball home. It's as simple as that. The number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven and online therealmoneyshow.com. Remember, sign up for that precious metals advisor. Darren, you're talking about uh, geopolitical unrest uh, before we took a break. How big is it? How bad is it? Well, again, this is one of the four fundamentals we talk about. Uh, we left inflation, and I want to make something clear before we go on to geopolitics. The idea that metals move during inflationary periods is wrong. It's the fear of inflation that causes gold and silver to move higher. If we were to have hyperinflation, yes, gold and silver would take off. If we were to have deflation, gold and silver, again, would act as an agent for storing wealth, for protecting purchasing power. So, again, they would go higher. But during normal, higher than normal, uh, and, you know, inflationary periods like we had back in the 70s, early 80s, it's the fear or the threat of inflation that leads gold and silver higher. Once that real high inflation sets in, you're going to get a turn of events. So be very cognizant of that and those types of analysts that suggest that. Now, geopolitics is the third of the four major fundamentals that we discuss. And again, these are whole countries which might be involved in things like um, faltering economies, uh, a currency collapse. It could be war. It's all kinds of different topics. There could be political red tape happening, civil unrest like you're seeing right now in um, in the Ukraine. Ukraine yeah. Again, this could be the first hour of a huge civil uh, movement that could shape the, the future of that country. And it's it all comes down to what people want. And if you're not giving the people what they want... This is the result of what happens. So you will see regionally some countries move towards uh, growing their stores of uh, of wealth and insurance by using gold. So it doesn't surprise me when you hear about neighboring countries in the news picking up more gold ounces to put into their foreign, uh, against their foreign currencies and put into their central banks. So this is another hot topic right now, and all eyes are going to be focused on this uh, for some time to come. Now, we have been watching Ukraine for some time now, but it's not the only thing happening. I mean, in Venezuela right now, there are massive protests that are escalating into nationwide unrest. And again, that's another country that uh, is known for having gold stores. They had, uh, when the former uh, dictator 
was uh, still Chavez. with us. Chavez. He, Hugo. Yeah. He was repatriating his gold, and it was a huge story that we talked about in the show. But that's another country that owns a ton yep. of gold. And, I mean, that's what will happen. Regionally, you'll see other people get into this and own gold for those reasons. Any type of rising violence regionally within countries, whether it be Iran or any of the Middle Eastern uh, countries, Egypt, you'll see other people flock to gold when there's political red tape like you're seeing in Iran and South Korea and Korea and, and places like that. You'll see countries flock to gold. They will increase their gold holdings to protect themselves and insure themselves, especially their foreign, their foreign reserves. So it's an interesting uh, situation, and you're seeing a lot of deterioration financially around the globe. I mean, just consider some of the things that have happened in the past week, let alone the past month or two. According to the Bangkok Post, people are stampeding to yank their deposits out of banks in Thailand right now, which is a huge thing. We talked about Venezuela is coming apart at the seams. I mean, the unemployment rate in South Africa is above 24%. (laughs) Ukraine is on the verge of total... Total collapse. I mean, three weeks of uneasy truth between the Ukraine government and Western-oriented protesters. It, it, they tried to end it this week. It didn't end. It didn't work. The ceasefires all blew up in their faces. I mean, this week we learned about the level of bad loans in Spain. It's risen to an all-new, uh, all-time new high of thirteen and a half percent. China. It's starting to quietly sell off U.S. debt. I mean, these things don't happen when the economy is firing on all cylinders. But when the economy is only firing on two cylinders, you pick up the pieces that you got, the good money you still have, what you've worked hard to put aside, and you buy assets like gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. You may not want to hold them forever, but for the next 10, 15 years, mark my words, it's one of the smartest things you can do with your money. So when it comes to buying that, again, it couldn't be easier with Guildhall. You just simply have to make sure you're going to have physical bullion. So how do we start? Give me an example here in the next uh, next minute or two before we take a break, where you'd start if you're just going to go get some silver gilt hall. Well, listen, the fact is that, uh, as you said earlier, Paul, Canadians seemingly are grabbing up as much gold and silver as they can right now. So well, congratulations they're doing, to the they're athletes. doing it in the Olympics. They're grabbing the gold, grabbing They're smart the over there. Well, the athletes know that we don't. That's it. But again, it couldn't be easier. We sell physical bullion. You can take it home. You can store it with us. Or if you're storing with us, you can use something called collateralized financing. Really simple, really easy to get into, and all of these options are available to you. When you're taking something and putting it in our depository, it is world class. I can assure you I'm sitting beside Jeremy Wiseman, who has had a hand in every step of the development, the management, and the creation of our world-class depository. It is second to none, in my opinion, and I am sure Jeremy would agree, but when you look into this, this is not just for small investors. This is not just for the average guy. This is for anybody around the world who wants to park bullion in a safely secure environment where they could even get title and serial numbers. This is the way it was meant to be done, and this is the way it should be done. So that is an awesome option for somebody wanting to start with either 1,000 ounces of silver or more, or perhaps 10 ounces of gold or more. And then, of course, with the Clotchel financing, one beautiful thing about the Clotchel financing option is that you get a one-time commission. 
15% one time. You will not pay it again for the two years, 24 months. You can trade as frequently or infrequently as you like, and that's our promise to you. Another great option and an ability to use other people's money. Risk somebody else's money if you're a bit more of a speculator. If you like the concept of taking an acorn and turning it into an oak tree, this is might this might be the way to go for you. We'll take a short break. The number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. The website therealmoneyshow.com. While you're there, make sure you sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. Great part of the show coming up. Stick around. All about natural, fancy color diamonds right here on the Real Money Show. The Real Money Show. The number two call to start investing. One eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. Online therealmoneyshow.com. While you're there, you must sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. Love the segment, Jeremy. All about the natural, fancy color diamonds. Paul brought in three uh, gems. No pun intended. Last week that were. <laughs> Just unbelievable. What's happening this week? Well, we've had a lot of uh, diamond um, owners giving us calls, getting some reappraisals done in the last few weeks, and I've been very surprised with the results. Uh, One non-surprise is that none of the diamonds have gone down. All of the diamonds have gone up. Uh, They've all exceeded my expectations, uh, even on some fancy diamonds that I thought would only go up uh, 10, 11% are up over 15%. Uh, and this is on the appraisals, but we're, so it's great to see that, um, clients are very pleased clearly just one year ahead and the one year further down the line. And they're doing very well in all of these investments as well. We're also seeing the same thing and it's getting harder and harder. And it, it and it, it's hard to express this, that it is so difficult to acquire, uh, the type of yeah. diamonds that we have. Um, you know, we're, we're not having an opportunity to really grow the size of the inventory. For example, we sell pink diamonds. Any time that we acquire a, a pink diamond, whether it be fancy or intense, that would sell for typically less than $30,000, it gets snapped up so quickly. Um, it, it's not like we're acquiring them every week and we're getting five, six a week. No, we're getting one, two of these pink diamonds a month. And they're gone before they really even get up onto the website. By the time the photos are edited and up on the site, it's sold. And that that's happened last week. It happened last week, but it's it's happened four so times in times. the last couple yeah. months. Well, this sorry, this also speaks to the quality that, that Paul talks well, about every week. You can get pinks, but they're barnyard sale. Yeah, no one's going to take I, them, right? I was, yeah. I was uh, in a meeting yesterday with a dealer, and he was showing me some product. First of all, in Argyle pinks, we only sell VS quality. Right. We don't sell SI1, SI2, or I1. And there's a lot of Argyle pinks that are out there, but that is a lower grade of clarity. Um, you know, would you buy a Rolls Royce, as an example, with a scratch and dent in it? <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, it right? just doesn't make sense. Would yeah. you buy a Ferrari with, it? you know, the end kicked in? It just doesn't make sense. So we're not interested in that type of product. We're interested in pristine, well-cut product, diamonds that have... V- Unbelievable color, clarity, which means it's got to be in yellows. We try to get internally flawless. We don't always get internally flawless. We sometimes do a VVS or a VS quality, but we're buying the diamond on the color. Mm. Color is the most important thing when you're buying a natural fancy color diamond. The cut is also very important. Um, you know, if the cut is a cushion, if it's a radiant, which is a you know, basically a square or, uh, type of diamond, even a pear-shaped diamond. They really hold the color, and 
you know, you get the scintillation, all these different colors of fire. In the trade, we call it fire coming off of the diamonds. You see these magnificent colors, just incredible. Um, so we go out of our way to, to buy the best, best of quality. And when you're trying to buy the best of quality, you know, it's hard. It's extremely hard because whatever we don't buy, guess what? Somebody else is buying. You can be guaranteed somebody else is buying because they're buying on price. We, you know, we're not the cheapest in the business, and I don't want to be the cheapest in mm-hmm. the business. But you could. There's three things you get: you get price, you get quality, and you get service. You don't get all three, in most cases. And with us, you get everything. You're getting a great price. You're getting the quality, and you're getting the service. And the other thing is delivery, that we have the product in stock. We don't have pictures. We're not using somebody else's inventory. Every diamond on our website we own and is available instantaneously. And like silver or gold, when you're first coming to that uh, decision to purchase, it's a lot to take in. There's a lot to soak in, a lot of due diligence and research that goes in on behalf of each investor. And for that, we've always acknowledged as a firm the importance of education. And to that end, we've been working really hard to create a 10-step guide for either first-time buyers or general buyers looking to increase their knowledge. Um, we, we've been working on that. should be out pretty soon. So uh, when it does come out, we'll be uh, talking about it a lot on the show. Uh, so that's just a bit of a preview that uh, we're continuing to help educate our buyers. Uh, getting back to what Paul was talking about in terms of acquiring uh, diamonds. And, and of course, we're all spoiled at Guildhall because, you know, everyone in the office only sees the most high-end yeah. quality. And, um, you know, you, you look at them in, uh, you know, under fluorescent light and they still look great. And it's, it, it doesn't even give much to the diamond if you were to put it into some jewelry and take it out, which we've seen happen. It, it's, it's even more extreme how beautiful they can be. So uh, what we're also seeing, though, is that it, it appears as though the type of quality of diamonds that we have at Guildhall are starting to come with, come with a premium. That... Yes, there's lots of, for example, what's called VS Clarity or VVS Clarity. There's lots of diamonds, colored diamonds available with those type of clarity grades. Once you move into a, a higher clarity, like internally flawless, we're starting to see some premiums added to that. Just like carat weight adds premiums. Every time you go over a quarter carat in, in diamonds, there's a premium once you hit over that. So, you know, a 98, a .98, once you go over that to one carat, it has a premium on that. And we're seeing the same with clarity grades now. And I think that that just is, is more or less a reflection of people coming to this market. It's a growing market. It's, it's still for very savvy investors. Not everybody gets it. One of the big things we, we run into a lot is people say, well, where's the chart? I, I, I need a chart to, to, to get into this market. Where, show me the ups yeah, and downs. Show me the paper. Yeah, yeah show, show me where I get in and where I get in. It doesn't work like that, you know. Um, you know, maybe you could put something together like that for real estate, but this is, this is about location, location, location. It's about CCCs. And if you buy the right quality, you hold on to it. You understand that it's like art. You know, it's there mostly for enjoyment, but these are investments that investment-grade diamonds are going up. We see it all the time with our appraisals. And uh, we, we also see that when people buy the diamonds and they learn about them and they start to appreciate them, they start to say, wow, this is money in the bank. I need to buy more. 
I mean, the beautiful thing about it is we've never, ever, in all the history of Guildhall, sold a diamond. That's gone down. That's gone down in value. Ever. We've never had a client come back or bring a diamond back to us that's gotten less than what he paid for. Uh, And that's something that we love to boast, and that's something that's a reality in the color diamond market when you're dealing with such high-end diamonds. We've the same as Darren said. You know, we we have clients that, you know, they're in the market. We we tell people that you really should be in the market five, ten, fifteen years, but you know, sometimes somebody's you know buys a diamond, they've held it two years or three years, they need the money, the emergency comes up, and they want they need the money for something. Um, every diamond that we've ever taken back, the client has made money on has never lost a penny but wow. made money on any diamond. Now, I don't know too many investments out there where you're almost guaranteed to make money. Would you say there's an money. average ball of percentage? I mean, average based on yellow up to greens, blues, reds, pinks? Yeah, I mean, you know, we we used to put a calculator on our site, right. uh, on our new website. We took it off for the simple reason that, you know, for example, fancy yellows. There's three classes of diamonds, but there's fancy, intense, and vivid is the three grades of diamonds that we sell. Um, fancies are going up about 12%. Intense are going up anywhere from 18 to 20 and I'm seeing this week as much as 30 40% of up on what I paid two weeks ago for intense. Vivids are up about 30 35% a year right now. So yellows are on an average of doubling every four to five years. Argyle pinks. Now, if you look at the Argyle mine, it's a mine in Western Australia. They produce 90% of the world pinks. Now, that 90% of the world pinks is one-tenth of 1% of that mine's actual diamond production. Thimbleful. So it's a thimble. It's a half of a champagne glass yeah. of, of, of pink diamonds. Um, Argyle pinks of VS quality are doubling basically 30 months to three years. They're doubling in price. I showed Jeremy some prices today um, that we've actually got a tender stone from the 2012 tender. It's a 0.81 uh, intense VS quality stone. Uh, we originally had it, I think, it up on the website two years ago when we purchased it for $200,000. It's now on our website for $325,000. Wow. And ask me why we're charging 325000 because if I try to replace that diamond today, that's what I'm paying for that diamond. So Argyle Pink's doubling every basically three years. If you're buying a quarter of a carat or more, half a carat or more, they are doing unbelievably well. Now, blues, incredible. Uh, we've got a couple of blue stones up on our website, both internally flawless. They're doubling every two years. And most people don't even know there's such thing as a blue diamond, right? They're so amazing. Why would they? Exactly. Okay. And the others are reds. I mean, reds, if you can find a red, virtually a doubling every year. 30 years ago, you could bought a one-carat red for 30000 Today, they're $2 million, $2.1 million. So they're incredible, incredible value in buying natural fancy colored diamonds. one 214 the website, therealmoneyshow.com. Jeremy, who's, uh, who's it good for? I would say that colored diamonds are good for people who are looking, A, to diversify their portfolio. B, they're looking to conserve or save uh, money. So, for example, if you've got $100,000 sitting in a bank account somewhere, say you say to yourself, you know what? 
I'm not spending any of this next next week or next month. I'm trying to save money here, but at one two percent interest, this isn't going to do it for and me. Taxable at that rate, right? You know, you put thirty thousand dollars into a diamond, and ten years later, it's it's tripled in value, give or take. So that's something where you can look to diversify. I think it is also good for uh, the investor who maybe already owns some real estate. They've they've tried their hand at real estate and, uh, you know, they're sick of uh, plunging toilets or getting up in the middle of the night and calling electricians. And they say, you know what? I can make as much equity by putting into a, into a diamond that's growing in value, just like real estate is. Um, and also, we see a lot of it's real uh, estate in your pocket. It, it, exactly, mm-hmm. it's concentrated wealth. And also, people who appreciate uh, can appreciate art. Those sorts of investors who say, "I, I like beautiful things that make money." Um, and these are the type of of clients that we're seeing. Obviously, it goes along with people looking to diversify. Just like with gold and silver, they own some gold and silver and they want to diversify to another hard asset. So that's sort of the sphere of people that are buying. Well, the other thing is as well, is if you're looking for retirement, whether it's 10, 15 years down the road, you buy a $50,000 Argyle pink or $100,000 Argyle pink, you know, in 10, 15 years, it's easily worth on a $100,000 diamond could be worth three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000. The tender stone that we have right now, the 0.81 is $300,000. In 10, 15 years' time, that stone, 10 years' time, is going to be over a million dollars. It's crazy. You know, seven figures for that diamond. And so it's a great, great opportunity. If you've got a couple of kids you're looking to put through university, done. you know, buy a, buy a couple of yellow stones, put them away. In 10, 15 years' time, you've got the kids' university paid for. And that's why, it, you know, why be in a rush to sell it? You know, we're not in a rush to sell it, and whoever buys it shouldn't be in a rush to sell it. Um, this isn't a a quote unquote fast money market. This is, I understand money. I understand wealth. I understand that if I put it and don't touch it, It great things are going to happen. I mean, it's the way to go. And I mean, package it all together, put some gold, some silver and a natural fancy color diamond. If the investment budget uh, can handle that, that's the smartest thing you can do as an investor. And it'll leave you exposed to three great opportunities. I mean, when we come back, we should probably mention a little more about what's happening globally. Mm -hmm. The financial headlines are misleading, John, and I want to make sure people fully understand where we're heading in the next quarter, quarter, uh, three, quarter, four. And that's something that we need to discuss and why should we buy gold and silver? We'll get to that and some more dreadful news out of J.P. Morgan. But uh, the number to call, one 877 1711 While you're there, sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. We'll be right back. And more of The Real Money Show, the number to start investing. You should know this number by now. Write it down, one 1711 or the com. While you're there, you should be shine, uh, signing up for the Precious Metals Advisor. Paul, is that not correct? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is a piece of information you're going to get. One year subscription is a $250 subscription, completely free of charge for one year. It's great read every single week, and it's going to tell you what's happening in the gold and silver markets, as well as the precious uh, diamonds, white diamonds, pink diamonds, yellow diamonds, every diamond that you can see out there we're going to give you information on. The Jeremy was talking in the last segment, if you listened, about the difference about a quarter of a point in a diamond. Mm-hmm. Now, diamonds are graded, for example, one carat to 1.24, 1.25 to 149, 150, and they go up in price. The bigger the diamond, uh, you know, the more you're going to pay. Now, if anybody's listening out there, a little tip of the week, and you're thinking about getting engaged, if you buy a white diamond, for example, and you're buying a D, an E, an F, uh, that type of quality, instead of buying a one carat, if you buy a 0.98 or a 0.99 to the 
naked eye, you couldn't tell the difference. Right. Your fiancé couldn't tell the difference. And you're going to save 40%. That's the difference between 0.99 wow. and one carat on a white diamond is 40% difference. Well, I have a tip of the week. Okay. If you're thinking of getting engaged, why buy a white at retail? Buy a fancy yellow. Smart. Impress everybody around you at, at the dinner table uh, and the restaurants and the parties. You know, put it in a gold cup, make it look even stronger in color. Maybe surrounded and, by white diamonds to make it look even better. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Huh? And, and and people will Jeez. really take notice. And what I but what I do notice is that you can buy a fancy yellow for the price you're going to pay retail for, you know, uh, an H quality or a, 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 a an E F quality at a brick and mortar store. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I believe I have the best tip of the week, which wow. is don't get engaged. Wow. Right? Wow. Whoa. Just date forever, right, Darren? Just, just living in sin. Love the one you're with, right? Hey. <laughs> I got a question for you, pal. Uh, J.P. Morgan in the States, uh, you talked for the last several weeks. Paul mentioned it. You mentioned it. Jeremy, you mentioned it. Uh, suicides. It's like Jim Jones is running the show. They're serving Kool-Aid in the cafeteria now. What's it's going on? Not, it's one, not one of the criteria when you join J.P. Morgan, you got to join the jump, bridge jumper contest. <gasps> wow. It's wow. Uh, it's not something that can be explained, certainly, but not by this panel. We've... Uh, hypothesized a lot about what's happening and I know a lot of people even some that have been analysts on this station have talked about their reasons for what they might be uh, committing suicide for but it's Crazy. happened again this week a 33 year old male in Hong Kong uh, jumped to his death from the Hong Kong from the JP Morgan building in Hong Kong and it's not only super sad and unfortunate but it begs the question what do they know that we don't know the only similarity between all these deaths unfortunately is that it looks as though they're either a currency trader or involved in derivatives now we know derivatives is a huge huge uh, market which supersedes pretty much the entire world economy in terms of its, it's total a size. Right. And, uh, it's a casino. You gamble on derivatives. It's it's a, it's a death market if you're not careful, and that's what they were afraid of in 2008 would crash the entire world. Well, and these aren't these aren't all Hong Kong. We should mention. These no, no, this is across the right. globe. Exactly, and, they're not, right. and they're not all J.P. Morgan. Right. But but know. the other thing is that there's two. I believe there's two. I know at least one, but uh, two journalists. Uh, Gerald Salente has done some research and and saying that the, that the body count unfortunately is above 20 Come and on. counting. Um, that it's also uh, people in high-end positions in banks who uh, their sector is under investigation. So, you know, the, obviously there's lots of theories being put forth. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, exactly. You know, John, you and I were just saying before the, the show, saying, look, if it's, if it's the stress of the bank, if, if these people are seeing something that is causing them that much duress, there's something nefarious going on. Right. You know, if it's the, if it's the U.S. government, uh, you know, trying to protect itself from, from what these bankers are going to say, because there's been a big collusion between banks and government in the last uh, decade, there's something nefarious going on. So if they're committing suicide because they, 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 they're shameful of what's happening, there's something nefarious going on. So, you know, when you see all these suicides and you're being told on, on, on uh, the mainstream media that things are great, they're not great. It, this isn't a reflection of the fact that things are not great and that you need to protect yourself because clearly someone's protecting themselves. It's, you know, um, it's, it's gangster world out there. Yeah, which these, which gang is these... which? And they're all killing each other. And right. is it J.P. Morgan killing off itself or is it the government step? You know, who knows? But what you do know is it's nefarious. You, you should be protecting yourself against these these banks. You should be getting out of the banking system if that's the case. Own some gold and silver. 
put it in a non-bank facility and protect right. yourself. Or, you know, look at what's happening in Russia. Bank runs. Absolutely. Happening. BlackRock, bank and nobody, runs. Nobody's sitting up here suggesting that you uh, empty every investment you've ever made in favor of having gold or silver. It only makes up, at very most, even if you're an extremely bullish investor, 25% of your portfolio. But when you look at those headlines, and we read them every day, and you look behind those headlines, these are the types of things that you start finding out about, and it does get a little scary. And I mean, when you're talking about some of the worst situations in countries that are supposed to be emerging economies, uh, like Turkey and Ukraine, you should not be seeing this kind of civil unrest and problems. The thing is, well, with these suicides, I mean, every one of these major banks has human resources. Mm. In human resources, they have people that help people with problems, whether you've got a drug, drug problem, a gambling problem, you know, whatever the problem is, there's somebody there that they can help you. The same as police departments, whatever it is. Uh, if there's a problem, there's a psychiatrist or whatever to talk you through, give you a holiday, send you away. Whatever, yeah. You don't have to jump off a building. So, as I said, where there's smoke, there's a little fire. At Guildhall, we are proud to be a company that sells hard assets, uh, gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds. And I'm just going to give you the pitch straight away. You've got a choice. You can buy gold, silver, platinum, palladium. You can take it home for home delivery. You have the option if you want to put it in a safe, secure depository. If you want to come out and visit the depository, if your account is over a 1,000 ounces, we will even number the bars for you, and you will have those bars numbered, and they are kept with a safe, secure second party. I should say third party. Um, the third thing you, we offer you is collateralized financing, where you can put up as little as 30%. Uh, you can own and trade 1,000 ounces of silver, putting up about $8,500 with a one-time commission for 24 months. You don't have to pay one nickel more. You can trade that 1,000 ounces in and out as many times as you like without paying one cent in commission. Great way to go. Silver's trading at $22. I think silver could go to $50 to $60 within 12 months. I was wrong last year. But I could have said that 10 years ago when I was telling people to buy silver at $3.80 and it went to $49. I don't mind having a little bit of cake on my face. Is that what it is? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, the markets, in my opinion, are going to move. Every one of my employees own gold and silver. They're all in natural fancy color diamonds. We're not like the analysts you see on these financial shows that say, do you own the stock? Does your family own the stock? Does your company own the stock? They and don't. the answer is XXXX. No, no, no. We're involved. We have our skin in the game. I am telling you, you will make money owning gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. The number to call, one 214 1711 Go online, com, And while you're there, sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. And go to the website. Go to therealmoneyshow.com, and that will connect you to Guildhall Diamonds, Guildhall Wealth. We'll give you a... You know, depository information, pay, financing, depository, everything. everything you need to know. I mean, there was there's so much going on in the world, and we've been spending a lot of time focused on uh, the difference between what is actually the headline being put out there and the truth behind that headline. And when you see things like China starting to quietly sell off U.S. debt, and already the Chinese the Chinese U.S. Treasury holdings are down to their lowest level in almost a year, you start to perk up and say, "What's happening?" Uh, they're still pressing this whole notion that green shoots are about to sprout everywhere and we're going to get a return to the good old times. But I'm not sure that's going to happen. And I mean, nowhere is that more uh, m more obvious than in the housing market in the U.S. Uh, the U.S. home builder confidence just experienced the largest one-month decline 
ever recorded. And I mean, when you see things like that happen, that makes you uh, say, what the heck? What am I What am I missing here as an investor? And I'll tell you, you don't want to take your money and put it into uncertain markets. People like George Soros, one of the biggest investors in the world, one of the richest people in the world, has doubled his bet that the S&P 500 is going to crash. His total bet is now $1.3 billion against the S&P. Absolutely, 100%. And I mean, you're looking at European consumer confidence. It's missed this month. It plunged the most it's ever plunged in 30 months, despite record low yields on sovereign bonds and record high stock prices. The problem with it is that the majority of this growth in the stock market has come as a result of the cheap money that's been given to banks and uh, to big institutions, and they've done all the dirty work in pushing those markets higher and making money for themselves. The little guy didn't participate. He was too frightened to participate. And now, right before he's about to participate, watch what happens. He jumps into the market, and he gets his legs cut off. Well, this is it. The last one in is the first one to get hurt. Always. It always happens and the stock markets are pretty high. Uh, And if you look at the other spectrum, gold and silver right now is pretty low. Do you want to buy stocks at a high or do you want to buy gold and silver at a a reasonable price? It's a smart thing to do. Buy some gold, buy some silver, buy a natural fancy color diamond. You work hard for your money. You've got to protect your capital. If you're looking to retire, you're looking to put your kids through school, this is the time to get into gold and silver. You don't have to go crazy. No one's telling you to go and mortgage your house, take your credit cards up to the max, take a line of credit. You don't have to do that. If you've got ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 in cash sitting in the bank, it's not doing any good for you, put it into a hard asset. If you've got some stocks, and I call them dogs, that you bought a stock for $12 and it's trading today at $1.20 and you think it's going to go back to $12, have another think. Because guess what? You're better off to do a clear. If in doubt, scratch it out, clear them out, and get into a hard investment, a hard asset that's going to make you some money. Silver's trading just under $22. Gold is, you know, $13.25. I think it's an absolute steal. If you've been sitting on the fence and you're saying, well, I'm waiting for it to come down, it's come down. It's only going to move up. This is the time to get into the market. You know, psychologically, we're all kind of lazy. You know, we don't want to stop for gas until the light goes off. We don't really want to buy water until the panic happens type of stuff. And I, I think that that's, that that's not good for this market if you're going to really protect yourself. You know, do you really want to buy silver when it's just gone over $30 and, you know, kick yourself saying, oh, I, I, I know I had a chance to buy it, but now I'm panicking to get in with the rest of people. And you have to look at what's going on around you. Darren's been saying all day long, here are bad numbers. Here are bad numbers. Here's what these countries are doing. Here's the social unrest here. The the lack of, of um, you know, information is wild out there, yet it's out. You can get good information. You can go to zerohedge.com. We go to all the time. I mean, we've got hundreds of sites that we go to to get some real information. But look, you know, I love Ayn Rand's quote. We can we can ignore reality, but we cannot ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. Mm-hmm. And that's where the U.S. is right now with their money printing schemes, with their debt schemes. You know, you can pretend like you don't have a credit card debt until your credit card's maxed and you get another one and you get into further, you know, you can continue to ignore it, but at some point you're going to have to pay the piper. And at this point, it looks like uh, central banks around the globe are deciding to go all in further down the rabbit hole. 
and you need to protect yourself against it because it does not have a good outcome. And 6,000 years of gold being a store of value says this is the way to go versus fiat currency. And if you're not sure what fiat currency is, go look it up, understand what real money is so you can understand why you need to own gold and silver. Go to therealmoneyshow.com. Get some information. It's a landing site that will lead you to Guildhall Wealth, Guildhall Diamonds, and our depository. If you're not convinced, like Paul says, get off the fence. You're getting splinters in your rear end. The number to call, one 877 214 is the website. While you're there, sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. Get educated and start investing.